0: Welcome to From Uniforms to Unicorns. This podcast is all about our experience as female corrections officers, our challenges, our triumphs, and our transitions out of the career.
1: Lauren and I have always had a significant bond. Friends, moms, and business owners that happened to be in prison. Life attempted to separate us, but we always found a way back to each other. through huge life milestones, tragedy, and random text messages saying, I thought of you today.
0: We know there's huge curiosity surrounding these topics and we aren't the only ones that struggle. There are also incredible stories just waiting to be shared and we want this to be a safe place for us and you to talk about the often unspoken world of correction. Grab a coffee, head out on a walk, or just take a break. Let me warn you, we have no idea what we're doing. From uniforms <laughs> to unicorns. To unicorns, to unicorns. Welcome back to From Uniforms to Unicorns. Today on this episode, we have Amanda Holm. We are so excited to speak with her and hear her journey. Thanks for being here, Amanda. Hello. How's How are you, you?
2: I'm good, thanks. How are you, ladies? Good. Nice yes. to see you. Absolutely. <laughs> mm, so
0: good. It's been so long. Oh, yeah. It has been a very long time. Yeah. I've talked to you on the phone a couple of times, but I haven't seen yeah. your face for a while. But... Mm-hmm. I think ah. it was a celebration of some sort that we saw each other last. Oh, ah. that's yes. right. <laughs> that's right.
2: Now everybody gets to hear your deep,
1: sultry voice. I know. It's going to be interesting, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I hate listening to it. Uh, so do we. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start asking you questions, and I'm going to say, what led you into the lovely field of Corrections. A complete and utter
2: accident. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that all how we ended up here?
2: <laughs> it, it was so bizarre. I Right after high school, I went and became an EMT. And cool. so I was working as an EMT um, in Swift Current, Saskatchewan, actually. Um, oh. My instructor was from there, and he sent me there to do my practicum. And while I was there at the practicum, the people liked me, and they said, hey, do you want a job? And I said, sure, why not? Because in Alberta, you had to be... Uh, signed off with another regulatory body. But in Saskatchewan, you didn't. So I decided until I had to write this test, I might as well work in Saskatchewan. So I moved to Saskatchewan and I worked there in Swift Current for about six to eight months before I got a phone call from my dad saying, I'm sick. And I said, well, what do you mean you're sick? He had a cold and my mom didn't care. (laughs) He's like, what are you (laughs) coming
0: home? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like all oh, moms, and their and our dads, uh, and then we become moms and dads. And then I'm like, <laughs> when my husband's sick I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. The man calls, right?
2: <laughs> yes. So then I started looking for work back home, and I moved back to um, Edmonton, working as a contract EMT through uh, Continuing Care.
0: And so, while that was only casual, it's okay, sorry. Amanda's and, very important. She has to keep her phone on while we do it. <laughs> Go ahead, Amanda. Uh,
2: and so while I was working for that, I was looking for other jobs as well. And my dad's like, hey, there's this thing called a primary worker.
1: Oh my God. Same shit um, I that same shit I, same, I saw. me too
2: in the paper. I said, What is that? He's like, I don't know, but it's a government job, so you better apply for it. <laughs> So I applied for it, um, but while I was applying for it, I was actually taking my chemistry 30 because I didn't take it in high school. I took biology and physics, but in order to be a paramedic or a nurse, which I was looking at, you needed chemistry 30. Mm -hmm. So halfway through this chemistry 30 course, I got this phone call, said, Hey, can you come run this pair, this Copat (laughs) thing? And I'm like, sure, why not?
0: um." Okay. What year
2: is this? 1999. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes. So I go ahead and I run this and I pass it. And a lot of people had long drawn out stories of how long the orientation and the recruitment lasted. Not me. They called me on a Monday and asked if I could be in Saskatoon by next Monday. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, okay. Why not? I'll go check it out. So off to the park town I went. Did you know that you signed
0: up to be a corrections officer though? I don't think so. No. I didn't know either. The primary worker thing really threw me off. Like I thought I was going to be like a caseworker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not a prison guard. <laughs> no. So
2: wait, in 1990 how old are you? 20. Uh, yeah, I was 20 when I, <laughs> 20. I just turned 20 when I started there. Wow. Mhm. Uh-huh. That's crazy. So then I knew quite quickly in CTP that okay, it's going to be an officer in a jail. I'm like, no oh, problem, whatever. I can do this. I didn't have too many reservations about it, um, because I was used to responding to incidents, scenarios, yeah. things like that. The one thing that I wasn't sure how I was going to handle was witnessing the violence. Yeah. So I was nervous about actually witnessing the violence, not responding to it. So figured oh. I'd see, see how hmm. it would go. And then oh. they had the casual program there. So I started casual in February of 2000. At EFW? Yeah, EIFW? Yeah. At Okay, And then... I got a term in April and term led into indeterminate and next thing, you know, we're 21 years later. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) That's
1: crazy. 21 years. And so, yeah, you're, so you're still in the service Yep. and you still um, enjoy it. For the most part. Yes. Yes. Uh,
2: There is a ton of bureaucracy Mm -hmm. as there is with any government job. And I think that part more than anything is what's draining. Yeah. I
0: agree. Bureaucracy and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and now that COVID's come right. Like that adds a new dynamic to <laughs> you um, your face right now, everybody, but she's just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I just like, so I got sent home fairly
2: early in COVID because my job do- is a lot of computer work. And so I was calling in daily to see how things were. And there was another uh, correctional manager that answered the phone and she actually used to be my supervisor. And I said to her, did you ever think we would be managing a jail in the middle of a global pandemic?
1: Yeah, no kidding. And she's like,
2: Lord, no. Like, we have no idea how we're doing this. We're just going to try to muddle through it.
0: And I remember, like, even with um, when we would have, like, walkouts, union walkouts, I remember, like, a little bit of a scramble. Like, okay, what are we doing? How are?" But I'm like, I can't even begin to imagine, you know, without, like, even a year ago, an end in sight. Like even today was the first day. So we're recording this on March. Yeah? Today was the first day that like Alberta had their first um, COVID case one year ago. Mm-hmm. We had just flown home from Hawaii. Like we didn't know anything was going on, but I'm like thinking, you know, to find that out and then be like, Oh my gosh, how long is this going to go on for? how much. And I remember the shortage of PPEs. I thought about the jails right away. I was like, I hope the jails have everything. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> initial thought. <laughs> yeah. like, I yeah. hope The jails are good. And my friends are okay. And yeah. And I mean, the jails are equipped for that
2: stuff. Cause they're expecting a TB outbreak, right? Yeah. Staff infection or something. We but
0: had no. a meningitis. Oh, remember we had that meningitis thing one time mm-hmm. we yep. had a meningitis. Uh, yeah. And all the pregnant people had to leave. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, like to for to manage a jail for a year would be crazy. Yes,
2: <laughs> very much so.
0: <laughs> okay, so we want to know uh, about like your progression because you're like you're in charge of the place now, right? Pretty much. <laughs> Well, according to my dad, no. Yeah. <laughs> when I did start, I was so young. My dad said, You could be warden by the time you leave. I'm like,
2: Well, I don't know about that, Dad. Yeah. Um, but I am covering right now as the assistant warden of management services. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that for about the past five months. Um, and that has been a huge learning curve and something completely opposite to what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first got there, we just were the regular old primary workers, seven on seven off, or seven yeah. on four off seven on three off and just kind yeah. of doing our rotations. Yeah. Um, we didn't have the maximum security women at the time. They had already been sent to SAS Penn after the issues when the site first opened,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but we were preparing for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was part of the group of, they picked 14 primary workers that wanted to, we all volunteered to go down there at first. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, oh, we, uh, there. <laughs> we were so happy when you guys came.
0: <laughs> so we when all did that work- open? 2004? Was it 2004 it opened? I want to say 2003.
1: Three. I think three. Cause when yeah. I got there in 2002, all, like the senior officers, most of them were off the roster preparing mm-hmm. for the max to open. So yep. when we got there, there was a few senior officers and then there was like us. Right. right. Yep. And all the other. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think there was a few of you down there. Yeah. Uh, preparing for the opening.
2: Yeah, we were doing inmate handbooks, post orders, right. fire plans, <laughs> drills. Okay, what if an inmate does this? How are we gonna respond? Just dress and rehearse, dress and yeah, rehearse. Yeah, this. Yeah. We had had these horror stories from other sites of what these women were like. And so we're like, how's this gonna work? Yeah. <laughs> and the first six months were awesome. We're like, this is easy. <laughs> like, seriously? This is what they're all worried about? This is not this. Like, it was pretty cool. And then the summer came
0: Yeah, (laughs) and shit at the bat. literally, right? Literally. (laughs) And
2: uh, yeah, it was a a mess that, that Mm -hmm. summer for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So you work Mm -hmm. on the max unit. You come out of what year do you come out of the max unit? Um, I came out of the
2: max unit in 2004. I want to say we did 18 months down there. So in the fall of 2004, I came out and I went into a and D. I was the first admissions and discharge officer. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't yes. know that. Yeah. And it came at the exact right time because I was looking for a change. Yeah. yeah. I was well, looking that, for somewhere else to go.
1: There, yeah. Cause there was a lot. So that was, um, what we call bloody summer '03. three. Yeah. And, um, there was a lot. There was like incident after incident. I can I'm picturing you now, like that you brought up the max unit an incident where, you know, there was an, an another inmate and she, she was like way huge and she was trying to grab you. Remember that? <laughs> yes, I and, do. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. <laughs> oh, but I'm thinking now that yeah, that was some of the craziness that did happen. Like oh, Absolutely.
2: I remember like we that went incident. To restrain her and she just went yeah that's
1: right flying and you went flying you totally went flying and i was like oh my god right you don't even know yeah what to think and we sort of got up like laughing because it was so unexpected and then the humor comes in
2: and yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then the other inmates were like oh my god are you okay are you okay okay? like yeah (laughs) Fuck it. will not try that again. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> we're moving to plan B now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: okay. So you do A&D 2000. You were in A&D when I came, I don't feel like, but maybe we were, I don't know. It might've been was
2: 2005. In, maybe I wasn't in A&D until the s- early 2007 and okay. I was in there longer than two years. They kind of forgot yeah, about okay. me, which was good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that was Monday to Friday, right? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, so it was Monday to Friday, which was perfect.
0: Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. My God. That's funny. Cool. And, and then he came, sorry.
1: 2007. Yep. And that's, were you pregnant
2: then? I was pregnant when I left A and D. Nobody okay. knew quite yet. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even before that, um, we used to have the primary worker, um, like research sort of days mm-hmm. where you can go and look at other things I said to the boss I said can I go to Nate and try to find a different career <laughs> and she looked at me and she's like what I'm like well they got an open house and I want to go check out other things
0: she's like, yeah okay I guess so. <laughs> I feel like this might not be for me anymore <laughs> well
2: I knew I was gonna have to go back to the roster and yes. I didn't want to yeah, I didn't want to. I liked my Monday to Friday. I liked the fact that I had a routine with my family. I was newly engaged to a man with young children and I just, I didn't want to do it anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so did then, you go back to the roster? Uh, very briefly because I knew I was pregnant. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 But, um, I opted not to explore something else because I was just getting married and I knew I was going to try to have a baby right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And there are perks to working in the federal government. And one of them that we had at the time was a paid mat leave and not Mm -hmm. just the 50%, like you were topped up. You're topped up. That's right. Yeah. So that was
0: huge. If, if they can get their shit together, long have yeah. to pay you in some sort of like time. I'm sure it's different, but I remember, I remember one of my, um, like my matlins. it finally came like two months after, and then it bounced. And I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> finally. And I wouldn't go into my bank account. And they were like, Oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. Mat-leans well, there was a, mess.
1: was a, there was a few of us, Amanda, that 2008, we were, um, 2007, 2008, we were pregnant and then yep. having the babies and then the mat leave checks. I, I do remember that we would get, um, it was all coming out of the max and we had to prove that we had Oh, right. We had a baby, right? And yeah. I was like, why? Cause I'm, is it cause I'm black? Is it cause I'm gay? And they were so like, Oh my God, no, we just, I'm like, I'll drive up there right now. Or I'll take a picture of my C-section scar. Which one do you want? They're like, we just need you to settle down and we, you will get paid. Right. But I, I do, there was a group of us, I think four or five of us that yes. it was all happening to at the same time. Absolutely. And we're like, we are pregnant. We have babies like pay us, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was fun. Okay. So 2008. So you're on mat leave. Yep. And then you
2: come back to the roster. Yeah. I came back to the roster. Um, I didn't explore any of the part-time kind of stuff. My husband went part-time, which was great, but I remember, um, going up to the first day home, we were going to check out. And I said, I don't want to go in. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to go in. I don't care. This could be Mary freaking Poppins. I don't want anybody else watching my kid right now. (laughs) (laughs) So then we made alternate plans that, you know, we wouldn't really have a day home Kevin worked part-time and I'd go back to work and we'd kind of balance that way with the shift work and everything.
1: Yeah. And how was the shift work for
2: you being a new mom? tiring yeah it's so <laughs> very hard. tiring because mm-hmm. you get off at 11 o'clock at night so if you're lucky enough that you can fall asleep by eleven thirty, baby's up at six yeah, yeah. and a couple days in a row like that are it's pretty tough
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so you were nine sixty nine at that point or uh,
2: i went back to the 12s at first because i thought that would be better yeah. and then i quickly realized that 969 would be better i went to debbie willard and i'm like please 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 change <laughs> me back yeah. <laughs> she's like okay okay
0: <laughs> yeah i remember thinking the 12s would be better too and they were not like nope. they weren't the way the 16 hour fell, you only worked it like once every two weeks or something like that yeah or- so it yeah. wasn't too bad, and you really mentally prepared yourself. Yeah, that's And I right. remember making like good lunches those days. Mm, yeah, like, through the day, <laughs> totally.
1: I'm here. I live here now. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I used to draw out that little cert like that. We'd work the max unit on the board here on a 16. I used to draw out a little pie chart. Okay, we and I'd shade the one when we were done <laughs> the first four hours. Nice. Okay, <laughs> 12 more to go, or three more sections of this pie. Right. Yeah, so,
0: and you did that. You broke your day up in four hours, So I find did you, you have to? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah.
1: So when you did the nine sixty nine, were you
2: on the secure unit or no? I was in general population. General then. pop. And how was that for you? It was good. I mean, I like the dynamic security. It's it's fun. It what it makes your day fly by. Actually, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. You go and shoot the shit with one of the inmates or. Um, no, we weren't smoking back then, but back when we could smoke, that's how you got your intel. Hey, you want to go for a smoke? Yeah. And then they'd yeah. tell you everything you needed to know about what was going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So it was good. I, I quite enjoyed it. I miss it, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I miss that, like, original, that beginning part, right? Yeah. Where we'd, like, Sharon and I just did a podcast with the Combat Diva. <laughs> Sharon and I were talking about, like, our, our Gap clothes and me just, like, walking around with my smoke and Margella's skinny. Remember Margella's skillet- yeah. skinny? Yeah.
1: Oh, I like
0: came yeah. back to this memory and I was like, wow, I missed to- that. Yeah.
1: yeah. It yeah. Flood, It does flood back. And I'm like, one of these days, like the gap should like, you know, sponsor, sponsor. our <laughs> podcast. Cause that's all I, I literally, I can picture myself going in there, going to the rack, picking out cl- like pants with pockets because <laughs> I can hold all my stuff. It's perfect.
2: Right. Totally. And you'd get three different colors. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd get three different shirts and that was your uniform.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you'd come into work and other people would have the same outfit as you. Yeah. clearance rack (laughs) clearance. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, the good old days. So that was like, yeah, 20 years ago, I guess. You guys, yeah. look, it's, a long, <laughs> it's a long time ago. You guys were old. I know. That. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, but then okay. you go, then you have another baby.
2: Then I have another baby. And so while I was, um, preparing for that maternity leave, I had a manager come up to me and say, when you return, you need to come back in a light blue. Yeah.
0: And Which is
2: a uh, correctional manager. Okay. And I problem. said, okay, well, we'll see. So I came back after my son was born. And I think within two weeks, they sent me to BC for the training. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then I started acting in the duty office right after that. Um, I was successful in a competition, but I didn't love the schedule. It didn't work for my home life. It was 12 hour shifts. Mm -hmm. and I didn't enjoy it at all. So I declined the offer when they gave it to me. And I went over to the hummingbird unit, which was nine sixty nine as well. And I love that unit. I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um, and I worked over there for about nine months, but I got bored again. Mm -hmm. And so then that's when I back, went back to the manager and said, okay, if you offer me that job again, I'll say yes this time.
1: And so let's tell us what, like, what is the hummingbird unit for the, mm-hmm. the non-correctional people that are listening? So it, hum- sounds, it sounds cool. I personally, <laughs> I hated it personally, but yeah, Amanda, tell us like what it is.
2: They focus on dialectical behavior therapy and dealing with people that are um, borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And it just opens your eyes to, how we think, like we think, why we think, like we think, and how we can manage those emotions. Uh, people tend to make decisions when they're in emotion mind, and we work way better when we make decisions in wise mind. So, trying to get those people back to that baseline to make good, appropriate decisions.
0: Did you oh, no. take DBT, Sharon? Yeah, we had it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we, yeah, we took mm-hmm. it
2: too. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I I like the the training, and I like all that stuff i just could not stand to be the, like i felt confined <laughs> to the unit
0: like, I, and the me. worst was when there was an incident and you're sitting yeah. at the hummingbird going listening on
1: the radio i just want to
0: go check it out yes. right now that is and that then, definitely
1: tough and you're dealing with like those some of those emotions like yeah. that you mentioned i'm like mm-hmm. like no 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 <laughs> and this typically lower me.
0: like typically lower functioning right like that mm. some yeah yeah i 100%. would say lots of them spend yeah. uh, most of their time there. Right. Because. But you got
2: to do a lot of the dynamic security there. Like we yeah. would sit in the program room and play games and talk and color and mm-hmm. okay, well, why do you do things like that? And just kind of work through stuff. And so then you see them successfully complete this program and then go into general population and then get day parole. And you're like, yes, yeah. Yes. Perfect. This is what we're here for. This is mm-hmm. why yeah. we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. 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 That's right.
0: Very cool. Okay. So you become a CX four. You were yep. CX four when I left. So when, what year did you become a CX four?
2: I signed my papers on Halloween, 2013.
0: <laughs> for real? You weren't a CX four when I left.
2: I signed my official papers then I acted yeah, so on and off for a Oh, okay. you were probably hour. acting. No, Cause yeah. I remember yeah. you
0: standing in a light blue shirt telling me I'll be back. <laughs> 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 my big, like I was so pregnant with Reese, Matt. And I was like, just this is a little baby. And with Reese, I was like all ass massive stomach. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, I'll be back. I'm like, I will not be back. <laughs> you know, so to come back here. Like as I'm walking in my car. <laughs> oh my God.
1: So you're, and so that was to 20, what? 13 official, twenty thirteen official papers. Yeah. But before, yeah. Cause you acted. Acted on that. and off. Yeah. From 2011 okay. to
2: 2013, I acted quite a bit.
1: Nice. So take us to the now, the present. Like from 2013.
0: 2013 Just because we left (laughs) there, it doesn't mean nothing happened. Well,
1: nothing (laughs) happened to me. So (laughs) screw it. No, but 2013, like you were a correctional manager all that whole time. Yep. Okay. Yeah,
2: I've been a correctional manager the whole time, acting in other stints. Um, So I was on the roster. Um, Janice Margella was my partner, best partner ever. (laughs) And um, we worked the roster together for probably about two, three years. And then we had a vacancy on the max unit for the manager. And when I left the max unit, I swore I would never, ever go back (laughs) down there.
0: And you know, Um, Margella ain't going. ever. So I, <laughs> but years. it was Monday to Friday.
2: Yeah. Ah, that's that's kind of what the family needed as well. So I said, yeah, you could do this, Amanda. So I went down there and I probably lost sleep for the first three months for sure. Really? Yeah. I've heard you guys talk about, Oh yeah. I remember that. I had a notepad on my bedside table for when I would wake up in the middle of the night so I could write it down so I could go back to sleep. Cause if I didn't write it down, yeah. I would just sit and fester about it. Oh my God. That's
1: Mm -hmm. a lot. That's a lot to take on. Right. So, and that's a two year
2: thing. Um, At the time, typically it was two years. um, Whether it was burnout or people didn't want in anymore. It's kind of what it was. So um, I was doing that for a while. Yeah.
0: How long did you do it
2: for? Um, I did it for about 18 months because something else came up but I left on a good note. Like I didn't want to leave, but this other position came up and I couldn't pass up trying to get that one. Right.
0: And that was a Monday to Friday too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I left on a really good note from the max unit to the point that like, if the substantive manager is not in, I'll go down and cover for a day or whatnot or I have no problem going down there. I don't have any of those like, Oh God, feelings in my stomach walking through the door anymore. So.
0: So it was good that way.
2: So then after that I took on the correctional manager of scheduling and deployment. So I do all the officers' schedules, overtime, and return to works.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. And how do you like that? You do you training too, or just someone oh, else yeah. to do the tra- oh train. yeah. training? Yeah. Training. Scheduling. Return yeah. to work. How do you yeah.
2: like that? Um, I like the return to work. It's heavy, really heavy some days. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. Cause I huh. think I'm doing well. Yeah. I think I'm helping people. Perfect.
0: Good. And most of us get into this career to help people, whether it's, you know, inmates or staff or whatever.
1: Yeah. And all along, like you're a help, you're, you're one of the helpers. Like you helped me when I came in, you were a helper, um, a mentor. Uh, I, I always like had a good laugh when you were on, when we were on together, (laughs) not (laughs) most of the time. Yeah. It was, it was pretty fun. You're pretty, um, solid, even keeled, Uh, we knew what to expect. There was no like major highs or deep lows. We knew what to expect. You, uh, led us through lots of stuff. (laughs) And, uh, I'm glad though, that you could go back to the max unit and make it like heal from all that stuff because it is, it was like really bad. Like when it first opened, um, and I'm, I'm hearing like from other people we've interviewed that it's, I don't know if better
2: is the proper word, but it's better now. It's different for sure. I mean, we don't different. have, I think part of it is we don't have the level of inmates that we did back then. And I, this might not be a popular answer, but we had some pretty rough inmates at the beginning. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we have that level anymore. There there's, trust me, they can still go off and do crazy <laughs> things. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But all of them were like that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially the, dyna- the dynamic. I the was
0: going to the dynamics. Yes, Cause with they, the they were,
1: default. they were nuts, but you threw them all together
2: and it, <laughs> and was, it like, was like, Oh my God. Right. It was, it was bad. I remember but, in the bloody summer, three of them at the same time <laughs> slashing yeah. up. Yes. One, two, three. We're like, we don't have enough staff for this right now. Exactly. And they had coordinated that for
0: us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, I remember the night, um, I don't know if we've talked about this before. They had that, like, ma- we had the massive riot on the, the cells pod where they like started it on fire and the mm-hmm. one was like riding her bike in her cell. Cause the, the psychiatrist had told her to ride her bike <laughs> and in the middle of a fire, she's riding her bike. And we had the other like teeny tiny little inmate. She was like hiding under her bed. Mm-hmm. and it was and we tried to pull the fire hose and the fire hose didn't work to mm-hmm. make it to those it didn't track.
1: reach yeah it no. didn't
0: reach but i just think back to those days and i'm like oh my gosh like that was that was it was it was constant we were well, that, was that, a was, big um, that was one that was
1: learn think. as you go too yeah like we yeah, like,
0: yeah we but then we tried that. to split remember we tried to split those people up that's right and then it was like no th- they're better together if we contain all the crazy on the one pod, then we only have to deal with this pod. Like that was the thinking behind it. We didn't even know. Yeah. It was trial and error. It was constant. You know, let's try this, move this person here. And yeah.
2: Well, I remember one of the very first times I acted as a correctional manager, this inmate was in segregation and they had released her. And so she needed to move to one of the pods and I said, okay, let's time to go. She's like, I can't, I'm going to get beat up. I'm like, you're going to be fine. Like it's okay. Nobody thinks that you're going to get hurt. It's all good. So I convince her to go move. Half an hour later, she got her ass handed to her. And I'm like, I'm to... going to lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> so we You're bring just like my bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so we bring her back to the range and she's like throwing up because oh she's got a God. massive concussion. I'm like, Okay, <laughs> someone <I'm laughs> get an ambulance. And at the time, Um, there was a real push for the officers not to help clean up any body fluids Hmm. and so like I said I was just newly acting so she's throwing up everywhere and I'm trying to clean it up and I can see poor Dutton in the background she's like I want to help you but I can't and I want to help you when I can't so she's like slowly passing me things and kind of pushing the vomit to a corner and I'm like why did I sign up for
1: Yeah. What did I do?
0: <laughs> Why
2: did I say yes to this? Yeah. hmm Oh man. Yeah, that's the max so unit, The max unit, jeez, the max unit. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But then
2: I also remember another incident being a correctional manager and having to stand back because I'm not allowed to get involved. I have yeah. to supervise and see. And so it was very difficult. But okay, you guys need to go grab leg irons and put them on her and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and being able to orchestrate and be the conductor of that scenario. Okay. Give her direction and that kind of stuff. So I was quite happy in that instance to be able to give the knowledge that I had of working there for such a long time to these new staff. So they could make the proper decisions and empower them to, to be able to handle a situation if a manager wasn't there.
0: Yeah. And that, that was the key, right? Like we, I always felt like, Ooh, is this a great decision? I always, and, and finally when we did, uh, because before you guys were down there for 18 months and then I don't think they forced like a steady group of people until they realized that the consistency was half the issue. Yeah. Um, so then we went down there and had, but when I was working down there before we had regular staff, it was like, Ooh, I'm not allowed to make this decision. Mm-hmm. But then when we all went down there and Belinda went down there and all of that, it was like, make the decision. If it's the wrong one, I will tell you. And we will talk yeah. about it when I come back here. Right. Like, and I did that with my staff at the store too. I was like, make a decision about someone returning paths. It won't break me. You're good. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and if it's the wrong decision, I'll let you know. Right. Yeah. Oh so, mm-hmm. yeah. It was uh, interesting to carry and that forward. But. So when I was the manager on the max
2: unit, um, Belinda was the M I I S so manager of intensive intervention strategies. So we kind of worked together and our model was let's make the best out of all the bad decisions because you don't know human behavior has a role in these decisions, right? So if we kind of mess up or the inmate has a reaction to it, we can't control that. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah. I felt when we were down there as that group, I did feel empowered to make bigger, like decisions based on the fact that I, we work down there all the time and yeah. you make the decision, but you also deal with the consequence. So if you, if you make this decision and it has a negative consequence, you'll be here for that part too. So you're de- yeah, yeah, you're yeah. dealing
1: with it anyway. Yeah. that That's right. It was like, we were part of a team that made decisions and that made it better toward the end. Like it did make it better. Cause at least you said, well, that's what we, that's what we all decided. So if I have to wade through shit, then I have to wade through shit now because that's what we said, right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. So I think, where are we? 2000, like what? 2015? 2000, 2016 is when I started doing CMSD. Okay. Yeah. And you did, are you still do that?
2: I still do that. Yeah. Um, I act a lot for the senior managers. If somebody wants vacation or if there's a vacancy for a couple of months, I, I've done that in the past, um, probably since 2013, actually
1: crazy. Oh, wow. So your dad, your dad's right. Like the timeline fits like you're going to be the
2: warden one day. <laughs> it could be. And that's what my warden said to me the other day. He's like, I want you to be warden. I'm like, Oh God, you and my dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did my dad call you?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is that off the table or is that something you'd be interested in?
2: I don't know. I this has been the longest stint that I've acted as a senior manager, and it's been eye-opening. It's been good. I, I've quite enjoyed it, but I'm not sure if it's long-term for me or not. Uh, they have okay. such a level of oversight on them mm-hmm. that I'm not sure if that's something I want to look at for my last four years.
0: I was just gonna say, yeah, you got four more years. It's like, yeah, ooh. but will you stay? Like, would you will you stay
1: after the four years, or you don't know?
0: I.
2: I can't, I don't know for sure anymore. COVID kind of impacted everybody differently. Right. So I'm not sure if I will, or I won't. Um, I definitely want to look at the part-time transition out mm-hmm. and do it that way. Brendan and I have talked about potentially doing one together where he can mentor the primary workers and I can mentor and mentor correctional managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but We'll have to see where we land in a couple of years.
1: Yeah. It's, it's uh, amazing to look at that and know in four years, you guys have, will have done, you know,
2: you're 25. Right. Yeah. So definitely something freeing about that too, that, okay,
0: if I'm staying, I'm staying on my own terms. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're not and being so, handcuffed by the, the pension or the, yeah, exactly. the year, the year totally. number. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And so like, what are you most grateful for? That's the, the theme um, this season. So we'll ask you, cause I want to know, like, why do you stay? why do you choose to stay? I mean, you've touched
2: on it a bit, but Mm -hmm. Um, I echo what other people have said. It's the people around you is is why people stay. Is that why I'm staying? No, but am I, that's what I'm most grateful for the people that I work with Mm -hmm. and not just the people that I work with because it's fun to see them in times like that. But you said it, Sharon, we had babies together. Yeah, we did. Like there was a group of us all having babies together. And I Mm -hmm. think it was for your going away actually that we were at Shauna's house. Is that where it was? i think so yeah and i remember being there with these group of people and all of our babies were playing in the basement
1: that's right oh yeah her 40th and all yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, that's right all our all our kids grew up together right they did
2: and having this group of people that um okay well how do you deal with this situation with your kid (laughs) what do you do like just like we were talking beforehand yeah Hey, my son's going through a similar situation and we're on the same page that, yes, this is how you do it. Or actually I've tried this in the past. Give it a try. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: We were outside talking one day and our warden walked by and she's like, you guys truly did grow up together. Yeah. And now you're raising babies together. And that's, that's, that's my fondest memory of, Mm -hmm. um, that's what I'm grateful for is that I do have these lifelong connections and that aren't going to go anywhere anytime soon. And yes, it might be a long time before we see people, but you can call them up and <laughs> it's like, it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so true. Well, and, and we did that right before COVID hit. You said, Hey, I'm in Airdrie. Yep. Come meet. And we did. And like our, our girls still were like, I remember you from, you know, <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. cause they, they were babies together and now they're Well, mine's like a angsty teen tween, but that's okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was a conversation
1: before I dropped her off this morning too. (laughs) Yes. Oh boy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That is, that is the nice thing. And I, I mean, like I've, I'm close with the staff that works for me at my retail store, but nothing like, nothing like this. It's like, I know I could reach out to any of you, any of you for anything.
1: Yeah. It would Mm -hmm. just
0: be like, yeah, you'd answer my phone call or, you know, even yeah. sending facebook messages back and forth or even just seeing what's going on in your life i'm like oh i totally. like to see that i like to know totally. what's going on and, and like i have a something. picture
2: of addie on brendan's toes at amanda McQuaid's wedding dancing
1: yeah <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like how, so cute. it's so cute you can't yeah. uh yeah nothing beats those memories and the 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 family aspect and the true, the realness of
2: it all. Like you can't, you're not going to find that in other places. Right. No. And I mean, I remember when I broke up with this one boyfriend and I called him, I'm "I'm not going to work today. And then I just sat there and stood in my house and I'm like, but the people I want, Talk to about that work. we getting paid right now to bitch about it. I really want. Oh, <laughs> so I called back and I'm like, actually, I'm going to come in. They're like, oh, thank God, I forgot to hire your overtime, anyways. <laughs> so yeah, went to work and talked about it
0: instead. Yeah. Exactly. Walked around the car yard with a cigarette and shot yep. the shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: Cause there are days that you think about it. Like I'm actually getting paid for this mm-hmm. yes. I'm hanging out with my besties and we're just walking Drink- around
1: and drinking coffee. I remember those days too. Right. Where you're like, yeah. Oh my God, I have to talk to you. And you're yeah. Mm-hmm. So fun. So much fun.
0: Yes, uh, yeah. So. And there are days where you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting paid for this. And then there are days when you walk out and go, Holy shit, that was so not worth what I'm getting paid <laughs> exactly. right now. Yeah, <laughs> day, We always said that the good days balance out the bad days, right? Mm-hmm. Like,
2: mm-hmm. And I guess that's why I stayed is there are more good days than there are bad days. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I mean, some people's bad days are worse than others. I have a, um, I don't know why, but I don't remember the incidents as much as other people do. People yeah. will tell me, oh yeah, you were totally there for that. I'm like, I don't remember it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's part of my training as an EMT that that's somebody else's emergency. It's not mine. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of it. And that's what was it? Somebody else's
0: issues, not mine. Right. Mm-hmm. So I will come that's and try good. to help you through it, but yeah. yeah. But I can only do so much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. Cause it's, it, that makes so much sense too, right? You use that through your whole life, right? Cause there, there are incidents where people say the same to me, but it's like, it's their, their big memory and their big incident is not yeah. the same as mine. Right? right. That or the feeling or if you had feelings like around it and toward the end, like I didn't have, I was so detached. Right. You just, mm-hmm. you, you were like a machine. You were just doing your job and whatever that may be. <laughs>
2: I remember the interactions with people, with the inmates, with the staff. Those were the things that I remember, not necessarily the incidents. Like mm-hmm. I remember, I can't even remember what it was, but I remember saying to the staff, we've got this. Well, there's glass everywhere. We can't do it. We have to, this is our yeah. job. <laughs> so we're going to do it safely. Cause I guarantee you I'm going home tonight. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going to go in slow. We're going to go in safe. But we have to
0: do this. This is why we're here. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. No one else is coming. We are. (laughs) We are the people.
2: We must do this. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Unless there's significant body fluids, and we can call and be clean. This is (laughs) (laughs) us. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Only saving grace. Oh, that's a be clean job. (laughs) Yeah. Thank gosh. Thank gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh
1: boy. What are we up for
0: time, Sharon? I'm sure
1: you're going to show
0: us. Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah, good.
2: Excellent.
1: Yeah. So anything else? Like, do you want people to know, us to know? I mean, you sound great, and you sound like you're doing great.
2: So we always like to hear that, too. Mm-hmm. I feel great. And for the most parts, I'm doing great. There are days that I come home and I say to my husband, I'm like, at 25, I'm leaving. Make, <laughs> <Yeah>. me, <laughs> Make me leave. <laughs> yeah. Promise, like, yes. promise <laughs> me. Promise <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. yeah like I can so, imagine. It ebbs and flows, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to find crap in any job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. We get paid very well to do what we do yeah. mm-hmm. and we're going to come out on the other end. Okay. Um, I I did go see somebody once after an incident, and she said to me, "You should only do that job for three years." And I said, "That's not helpful." Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna go find somebody else to talk to about this kind of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know you've spoken about Dr. Gil Martin, and I think just having that um, life outside of jail helps mm-hmm. so much. Um, Absolutely. My, my cousin is engaged to a man that works at RPC. And that was the first thing I did is like, you need to read this book. Your family needs to read this book. Everybody needs to read this book. Yeah, And keep yourself busy and not focus on it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We need to sit and talk about what happened, but then you need to move on and do something else and focus on something else. And I think part of the reason why I'm still able is because I mean, most moms don't have
0: time to sit down and dwell on things.
2: It's That's true. true. Yeah, That's it's true. so
0: true. You know, I don't have time for this right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So will the down? Because we've talked about it before, Sharon. Will the down after the jail hit me when it's time to retire? Mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous about that for sure. I'm not going to lie that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'll. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, have something else to do once, because I'll be too young to do nothing.
1: I know. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I've already done the math, and I'm like, you have to be the warden because you're only going to be like in your early 40s, right? So you'll have to. <laughs> gotta do something. <laughs> I and I they're... are going
0: to make signs, to put them up yeah. at the one day. <laughs> <Amanda> for <warden. laughs> Yeah.
1: I mean, it's that or Starbucks. So you might as well be the warden, right? Well, and they shut the Starbucks down near my house. Oh boom that's I don't a sign no I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: the universe is telling you you only yeah. have one option Yeah.
2: <laughs> no I like that if I, I ideally if I was the ruler of the world I would like to do some sort of mentorship part-time thing to ease into it but still give the correctional managers something. Cause I do feel I still have more to offer that way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in an office where I don't really have a ton of interaction unless I choose to. And I do miss it some days for sure, but it's also a better place for me to be with my family.
0: Yeah. So there's Absolutely. that payoff, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Well, thank you. We uh, okay, welcome. We appreciate you coming. We really had to talk Amanda into coming. I had to like <laughs> put a pitch out on Facebook, and uh, it's good. was a good one. Sure, like, uh, can you answer her? Oh my god! I can answer her. <laughs> I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah, She like, was like, I don't know what she's like. I know what I want to say, but you you say it better. So you, like, okay, say it. It. you say it. You say it this time, it. But, right? Because I'm just going to say. Had, it. And we had talked about it, so it was mm-hmm. like yeah, because. She has so much experience, and she knows what she's exactly. doing. And she's and she's so even keeled. I think was the word that you would use. Like yeah. she's just so even and chill, and like yeah. So we really appreciate it. Well, I can thank
2: the even chill for my parents. They gave it to me, so yeah. it all worked there out. That go. way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good job, mom no. and dad. Good job. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Have thank a good day, you, and uh, yeah, so we really been, appreciate it. So fun. It's
1: been awesome. See you later. Yeah absolutely
0: bye bye well that's all for this episode thanks so much for listening you can find us on instagram at from uniforms to unicorns uh on all podcast platforms apple spotify speaker all of those also feel free to subscribe you'll be notified of new episodes that come out and we always love a review also feel free to share with anybody you would enjoy We also want to send a big
1: thank you to Jamie Green for being our podcast editor and to Jeff Bale at Third Hell Music for our soundtrack.
0: Thanks again, everyone. Have a great day. Love Lauren and Sharon.